Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're here with Glenn Akramoff. Glenn, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Glenn, we're going to be talking about probably one of the biggest topics on every business leader's minds these days. Glenn is the founder and CEO of Akramoff, and they are a company that's focused on creating healthy working environments reimagining the workplace and we've all been forced to reimagine our workplaces over the last several years and so it'll be wonderful to hear from an expert but before we get there Glenn tell us a little bit about your background and your career well I I started out at a grassroots level I actually started out as a a temporary maintenance worker in my hometown of Otigo New York and then um Moved up through the ranks. I was a truck driver and and um, and be, moved out to Washington State and did some maintenance work. Um, found out I had had well, I knew I'd always had some leadership ability, but was encouraged and mentored to develop that. Did and kind of moved into to management um, in my uh, in my late thirties and kind of moved moved up the ranks there from supervisor to manager to director and ended up as a, a city manager and found out that I, I work really well with teams and could develop teams. And then that's how we became, I became a consultant and then created my own business um, two years ago in the middle of the pandemic. So, I mean, what a, in some ways, trial by fire, right? Like right in the middle of a pandemic to start a business, but also probably the business that everybody wanted and needed at that time. So tell me about Akramoff and the story of the business and what you guys are working on. Sure. For, for me, I, you know, coming through the grassroots and, and, and becoming a leader, I developed a program that worked and I moved around a little bit. Um, I actually became a niche person in that I worked with new cities, newly formed cities, so basically a startup business within government, which is always an interesting concept. Um, and I, I had to start kind of develop a program I did, and then I, I used it in multiple places. So um, it developed and continues to develop today, but I, I got to a point where people are saying, you really need to think about this. And I had someone can contact me mm -hmm. and say, hey, can you come help us fix this part of our workplace? And I said, sure, but I had to partner with someone. So I, I, I joined a, a firm. Um, actually, they invited me um, and it was an awesome experience, taught me how to do the business. And so I saw the same thing that you just mentioned. People need, need we spend so much time working and in our workplaces and watching how toxic they were and how that people were taking that home with them. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to be a part of that solution. So when we started Akramoff, that was the mission. And I started by myself at the beginning with just me. And I, I had a couple of clients and I jumped in and, and did my program. And then it started to grow. And pretty soon I had multiple clients and was turning them down 
and I didn't want to turn them down. I wanted to help their, their workplace. So I started building a team and we're now a team of, of four and uh, um, looking to join a couple of others. But I think the biggest thing was, like you said, the pandemic brought forward the fact that people didn't want to be in bad workplaces anymore. Mm -hmm. And they made that message loud and clear. And um, I, I felt that when I was in workplaces, but it really didn't start to show up until and I'd already started, you know, the business was well on its way to being launched when this really started to show up, the great resignation and all the things that go with that. And, um, and so I, 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 the timing was perfect and the message is, is right on point that you deserve to have a great workplace. Everyone does. And so tell me, I mean, I know that you have kind of a human centered model. So to tell me yep. more about the way that Akramov approaches these types of challenges and your method. Great question. Thanks for that. I, I think the human centered approach focuses just on that in that everyone has the, the right and the responsibility to, to have a productive happy um, workplace and healthy. Can't forget the healthy part, right? And that's really what we've been focusing on. And, um, and everyone needs to be a part of those solutions. And ultimately, in order to get there, the only way you do that is by enhancing the human experience within the workplace. Mm -hmm. and, and also, almost all of our businesses, I mean, very few don't serve human beings in some <laughs> form or fashion. So when you when the those who are serving are are in a healthy and happy place, your customers are it it, it enhances the customer experience as well. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's really where we've been been focused and most, and that's the core of the human centered approach. I can see that this is a real challenge, and certainly uh, I think that. What we see a lot of companies now thinking about is trying to manage that shift. You know, we saw the shift to working at home during the pandemic. And then now some companies have drifted back to some type of a modified solution. Some businesses, you got to be in an office, right? It depends on yeah. the industry that you're in. Governments have to kind of be available. I don't know what they would do if <laughs> the police department decided to not show up. That's so um, workplaces are going to be really important, but what are the key concerns that you're hearing lately as people try to kind of rebuild this workplace and going back in these days? Sure, I think the the one of the things you hear about is that, and you, you hear this nationally and internationally, that people don't want to work, <laughs> which I don't believe is true. So I think the the first thing that we're not doing that that we go to work and talk about that I think has been it hasn't been missed. It's just how do we connect? Human connection is a big part of it, but connecting purpose. So. So being able to connect the individual's purpose with the, the company's purpose, mm. because then hybrid, when you do that hybrid and, um, and working from home or working in, in the workplace ceases to matter when they know that they're serving a greater purpose than themselves. And we as human beings are set up to do that, right? That's something that's very important to us. So um, 
uh, I think that's really when you talk about how things have evolved and where you're getting the pushback, that's where it's coming from. And then, of course, that's not an easy task, right? Right, it is to be able to be able to help. Some people have not identified their own personal purpose, right? Mm -hmm. I would say 10 to 15% of us have it in a defined way. So so the organization has to become active in that process to help them identify what that is in a a way where you can connect it with what the organization's about. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. That's key. And I think if an organization is able to assist in that process and intertwine it with what they're trying to do, it really dimensionalizes the overarching story for that organization. But I mean... Glenn, you started the business just a year before this lovely pandemic we've been in. So walking from 2019 to today, tell me a little bit about what that roller coaster has been like for you. <laughs> well, it, uh, that's what everyone said when I started is like, are you kidding me? What are you doing? <laughs> and I, I said, I just feel like this is the right thing at the right time. So at the beginning of it, right, people were not, had not gotten to the this point. Although I I had, like I said before that, I was working for another firm and I got clients who who asked me to do stuff. Those always started though, and this was kind of the changeover as the businesses evolved, those always started with a technical background first, right? Hey, we have these technical problems we need to solve. Mm -hmm. And of course, I always said, well, we're going to work on culture. That's something we're going to work on. But it always initiated with that. And, and, And about the end of 19, really into early 20, was when it changed. Hey, we have these cultural problems. We can't get people to move forward. We have, we feel like we have sexual harassment. We have mm-hmm. mental health issues. We have all these other things going on, and we don't know how to fix. We don't know how to fix them. Number one, and even if we did, we don't have the time. And so that that's really what we've become is we we leverage the time. We can teach and give you. Um, abilities or or give you strategies to be able to to meet those needs but i think that's what it was is that was a totally different thing yeah and then one of the one of the challenges that i have faced is because i'm so passionate about helping human beings um i took on too much in the business Mm. and i think that's typical of entrepreneurs we tend to do that i'm sure you face that in your your career as well and um, and I had to learn the hard way that, hey, I, in order to do change processes and especially around culture, my energy has to be high and right. positive. And I can't be if I'm overwhelmed in, in running my business or, 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 or serving clients. So I've had to build, start to build my team slowly, but also um, say no. And I've yeah. said no more times than I want to, certainly, uh, but more times than I ever expected. And I think that's, that's the evolution of the process. I think that's such a good personal insight, which is really where you play a role in kind of catalyzing, igniting the organization, pushing it forward. You can be a leader in a positive way and then bringing people in to support and partner with you to push the broader organization together. Absolutely critical process. But I mean, you know, Glenn, I know before the call, you said that you weren't future forecaster. 
But right. I'm going to ask you to think about 2023 here. We are at the last couple of days of 2022. Thank God mm-hmm. we've escaped another one of these crazy years. Right. But you know, looking forward, tell me a little bit about what you're seeing on the horizon. Well, I think I think 23 can be can is setting up to possibly be another crazy year, but I think we have a choice. And, and as leaders in the in the world and in the community, we all have choices to make. And actually all of us. And I, I, I think, and I tend to focus on the positive, and I think that's what we're going to see here, is that rather than the great resignation, right, and we have all of these problems and inflation and all the, still some supply chain issues and all the business challenges that are out there, but I think people are getting to a point where, where and I, I think we saw it a little bit in the election, I think we see a lot in everything, they want something more positive. Mm. And, and I think when you look at, YouTube usage and those things, people are just searching for something positive. And I think this year there, there's going to be a lot more realization of where they can find it. And uh, um, some of that is internal, right? We all know that, that, that we control how we filter things. So I think that's mm-hmm. a big part. But I think we're going to, it may not happen totally in 23, but I think we're going to, the consciousness of the world is heading in a more positive direction even though if you, the, the proof is there, but it's hidden, right? <laughs> it, when you go into a workplace, as an example, every workplace, every place I go is somebody's workplace yeah. for all of us, but I tend to notice things right. because I tend to, I work with them. And so I walk into a restaurant and I can see whether the team's functioning or not, right? Whether they're communicating well or, or whether the frontline really understands the vision of the, the cook or the, um, or the chef or the, um, or the business owner. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm seeing more of it in, when you walk into workplaces, there's a little more connection. There's smaller staffs. They've yeah. been reduced definitely because of COVID, but they're more connected and they're trying to grab that connection. And I, and I think that's going to continue to grow. And, and, um, and yeah, we're going to, we got lots of challenges, but well, I again. mean, Glenn on that kind of very positive note, I like it. I like it. I like the positivity <laughs> going into 2023 <laughs> here, Glenn. The reality is that what you guys do is still something that's critically needed by businesses right now. And so, you know, where's the best place for someone to reach you if they want to learn more about what you guys are doing? Well, our, our website is pretty good. I think you, you jump on there. There's some videos and some, some explanations as to why we do this mm-hmm. and how we go about doing it. Um, we do, you know, in 23, we do have a book coming out um, about called The Human-Centered Team, which um, will uh, we'll kind of talk about how that goes. It's definitely a different, a different type of book. It's not just written for CEOs and leaders. It's written mm-hmm. for every, every, everyone. And, um, and, but I think the website's a definitely place to go. We are on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, TikTok, all the others, um, just getting stuff out there. And, and we love feedback. We love engagement. That's yeah. really what, what our business is about is engaging. And so even if you don't need us, we'd love to hear from you. Well, I mean, Glenn, people need you. We've been blessed to have Glenn Akramov on the show today. Glenn is the founder and CEO of Akramov. 
And Akramov is a company that is working to really create healthy work environments and reimagine the workplaces across the board. We've been talking to him today about the Akramov philosophy and method, which is very much about human-centered uh, working environments and workplaces and building a human-centered model to reimagine work in general. Glenn, it's been amazing having you on the program today, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate Cheers. it.